Peace, our hearts. Welcome to another episode of the Dianix Podcast. We got Dire State of Mind today. Uh, we're waiting for State. State should be in, in in a few minutes. He's getting himself together. I'm not sure if he's at work today, but he probably is. You know, he's got to find a spot, take care of some things, you know, before he comes on. But um, while we're waiting, man, so I, I just wanted to come on here because, you know, there's a lot of things happening. So you got the Spider-Man movie. They're talking about the multiverse and uh, Doctor Strange movies coming out. You know, they're really going to go crazy with the multiverse, excuse me, multiverse of madness. Uh, there's another multiverse um, coming back, uh, The Matrix, the original multiverse, uh, you know, talking about perceptions and, and things of that nature, man. So, you know, all, the, all this ties into like um, to reality. You know, the reality is everything that's going on outside of the Knicks, the basketball, the whole podcast thing, everything going outside of that. That's um, that's our reality, the reality that we perceive, you know, um, between our own eyes and in our mind and in our body and, and things of that nature, whatever you believe. So I, I just just was thinking about it, you know, just watching Twitter, um, the stuff that people put out, the 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 poison. Um, shout out to to the Queen's Court. Um, Steph was talking about how how it was just too toxic. She can't um be on Twitter anymore. She needs a break. A lot of people always claim they need a break, you know that whatever. But you know, it's it's really just the um the negativity that's um you know poisoning your mind and stuff. So you know, I, I if I could bring it back to the Knicks, you know, just just everyone um complaining about Julius Randle every every single night. Um, you know, they do it on Twitter, you know, you know, they do it everywhere. They're always talking about him, you know, people talk about the playing um young people, they keep talking about um, you know, just various different things. They always want to complain about something. But you know, when when it comes down to it, right, it's it's really just um how you perceive things, you know, how how um you know how you, you make it alive by by giving it by putting a battery in it, you know. The negativity, you put negativity um a battery in the negativity, it's just gonna get stronger. You know, uh, same thing with the um the this uh, multiverse stuff. Uh, you know, uh, the Doctor Strange and what if? Spoiler alert for anybody who didn't see that. You know, um, that Doctor Strange episode. He basically uh, consumed all of his um different selves, and he consumed other magical beings into his own body to take on that that um that um power to to make him um stronger, right? So through him doing all that, you know, it still didn't um didn't make him um. You know, more powerful um, than than um, excuse me. Um, uh, what's the name? Ultron. Ultron became all powerful as soon as he got those stones. He just got it to a higher sense of being. You know, you know what I'm saying. So um, through through Doctor Strange doing whatever he was doing, he still wasn't wasn't able to get himself strong enough to uh, to fix his own reality and to um, you know just to compete. Um, against Ultron. He had to get help. He had to assemble a team. You know, he had to get help like-minded people, um, people that, that do things that he couldn't do, you know, to, to for their talents to get together, to, to be able to, um, you know, uh, get to where he needed to um, to get to, you know, and that's probably going to be, um, you know, giving up in the whole multiverse of madness stuff, man. So I, I'm just saying all, all this stuff because, you know, it just that, that we're more powerful, um, you know, we're more powerful with when, when when we use each other. So like the Knicks community and stuff like that, um, you know, like uh, through the podcast and stuff like that, it's bringing people together, bringing a certain certain type of person to the Dianix podcast, bringing a certain type of person to other other channels and stuff. But um, you know, through through the mix or whatever, there's always people out there that that are there for the wrong reasons and stuff. So you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just here to um to to remind everybody that um. That it's okay. It's okay to um, you know, to to be yourself, and it's it's okay to enjoy something just because, 
you know, it's, it's okay to be a part of, uh, of, of something that's, um, that's bigger than you, you know, that's, um, that's within, you know, the, the feeling and the, the notion of being a Knicks fan, you know, so that, that's, that's really what, what this podcast is more about, about for me, man, you're talking about the, the, um, the Knicks um, protocols and stuff. I see some people want to talk about um, roles and, uh, you know, this is Tip's fault. I see Jay from Florida talking about something is Tip's fault. I'll mention that. Um, it's Tip's fault. He is, he's old. You know, he's always looking, um, uh, he, he's always looked better than the rest. Uh, Dibs played uh, my guy back to back a lot. Dibs is dumb. You know, so, I mean, just the different um, key words here, uh, you know, fault, you know, old, uh, always looked better, you know, just that, that type of stuff. Um, my guy, you know, um, and, um, and, you know, Tibbs is dumb. These are all action words and stuff like that, that are just, just some um, cues. It's like spells that the people use, not, you know, not, 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 um, not, not getting, you know, um, going at you, um, per se, Jay, Jay from Florida, but just anybody in general, the stuff that they, the words that they use, they don't really understand the power in these words and the words, um, travel, um, not just, um, from ear to ear, you know, from mouth to ear, it travels, you know, energy wise, you know, uh, as you can see with these podcasts, I reach people in the Philippines, you know, people in the Philippines hit me up and people from India hit me up and all kind of stuff just to talk about the same thing, um, Nick's basketball. So anyway, this, the word is extremely powerful, you know, with technology and stuff like that, with, with um, us able to project ourselves across the world, you know, uh, we can even um, probably um, be picked up outside of this world. We don't know. You know, we don't, we don't we don't know how powerful our words are until something happens. You know, so it, it's just just a friendly reminder while while state gets here. You know, state should be coming on um, soon, man. He just said that he's um getting his lab jacket. He'll be in five minutes, so we're waiting for him, man. So anyway, I, I'm I'm always a, a deeper thinker. You know, for those that that remember the audio podcast, I used to do audio podcast. I used to always go on tangents and stuff like that just to just to, um, you know, make people think. You know, because I have the, you know. You know, I just, I just have a mind that uh, that's always thinking um, differently. You know, what I'm saying so. I'm I'm always trying to figure out a way to unlock myself, unlock other people, and uh, and spread love. You know, spread love and, and positivity the best way that I can. Even though sometimes you can get excited and and the whole yelling and cursing stuff that I do, but but you know, when if I do yell and curse like that or anything like that for for people that complain about it, I'm not using it in such a way that I that I'm trying to hurt another person or I'm trying to um, infect another person with negativity. It's usually um, through a, through a positive way, yeah, man. So you know, excuse excuse the the um the philosophy before we start, you know, because um of course mistake gets here. We're gonna we're gonna really get into um you know uh, this whole um COVID protocol stuff um, because initially it, it really looked like um the Knicks were just doing it on purpose, you know what I'm saying? So I feel it feels like that every time somebody did well, COVID protocols. Every time this happened, you know, they even Derek Rose. I thought that he faked the injury to tell you the truth. You know, so, you know, I fake the injury to get Deuce McBride out there, but then he got surgery and he's going to be out for eight weeks. So, you know, it makes me wonder, like, did he already need surgery? And he said, forget it. You know, these guys, I rather them play. So let me just take care of this um, nagging injury while I can, you know, and give these guys a shot to play because he might really, truly believe in um, Deuce McBride. You know, so, um, you know, the 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 thumbnail that I made, you know, kind of puts as Tom Tibble with his hands up, like, you know, like confused, like what to do. He really is confused, man. So, um, you know, his um his state state's explanation to everybody. Be there in a few, my guy. Walk into the other building. All right. So I'm familiar with with where he works. You know, so so he should be here in a few minutes. But um, let's let's get into what you guys are saying, man. Um, we got uh, 
we got this is a co-worker of mine actually jamal the graph read he's a super knicks fan i never seen without some kind of nick um paraphernalia on so shout out shout out to you man appreciate you checking in david c uh fire the gm fire the coach <laughs> fire the trainers fire all the players you see what i'm trying to say with, with the with the words and stuff like that all, all the all this stuff it's um uh, it's it's um negative man you know it, it's negative um but you know it, you could be negative and still positive you know that there's there's a way to do that you know but you know i, I know you're just joking around and stuff you know but but I, you know this this the whole um whole point i'm getting at just um just the way the way that you say words could could also you know create so much different fractions and uh fractures you know in the in in reality man you got to be you got to really be careful how you say things um uh what what are you saying here man yep he's always i mean that that's always been the case man Through, throughout on um, time if you, if um the one person goes down next man goes up you know, shout out to Dirk Rose. I think Dirk Rose understands that. You know, maybe um he he wouldn't had he did some kind of procedure that um that he wouldn't normally do. You know, he just did it because he knew there's somebody there to to take up for him, man. So, uh, you know, so you know, shout out to Dirk Rose for for um for being who he is. That's another thing too, man. Um, when when we first met Dirk Rose in the Nick uniform when he was number twenty five, um, you know, he was um involved in uh, rape allegations and. Uh, he was um, a wall driving back and forth to uh, from Chicago to to New York, and you know he was he went missing a, a, a little. You know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that was happening with him. You know, he didn't have his dreads yet. You know, he was a, a man becoming somebody. Oh, I forgot to send uh, <laughs> state the link. Lord have mercy. So um, yeah, he he was a man trying to become somebody. You know, so um, that that's all part of um, part of being being a man. So you know now. Um, now this guy Dirk Rose is um you know is 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 that guy now you know it takes a little time some some not everybody's on the same same page see I, I didn't even send him the link Lord have mercy he should be here in a second yeah man yeah let the guys play Dirk Rose out they said um they said six to eight weeks so you know he could be out as long as he wants. Eight weeks from now, that's like two months. So you're talking about December, January, February, the end of February, uh, maybe the beginning of March. He might not be, he, you know, he might not be back until then. So that's pretty crazy, man. So that that's a lot of basketball to to get through. So um, it's up to, to Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau has to figure this this out. He's got to play um play guys, you know, according to um you know need. You know, shout out to Kemba. We're gonna talk about Kemba. I think Kemba might be the first thing we talk about when uh, whenever State gets in here. Um, it's just crazy. Rose lost his cell phone for two months, and um, yeah, man, it, it's crazy, man. It, it takes it takes um it takes a uh you know, it like I'm like I'm trying to say like every everyone has their own journey and whatever. If you want to talk about like you know just to use the example as the comic books and things in that nature, said uh, everybody has their own reality. You know when when realities cross is is when we meet people. You know, and um, you know, when when I uh, say you get married and make kids and stuff like that, that's when reality start crossing. You know, and then when it comes down to it, um, it, you really just have the perception that in your own mind about how to, how to go about life and stuff like that. You, you and hopefully that whatever you learn from your parents and stuff like that, hopefully you get to a point where you unlearn it. You know what I'm saying? Unlearn it and um and and learn something for yourself. You know, learn learn the truth. Maybe your parents weren't as, as um the the best you know, or your, your leaders weren't the best. So you need to unlearn the stuff that you did learn and, and, um, try to try to learn other, other things to fill in the pieces in, in, in yourself. And, um, you know, just pass that knowledge on to other people. 
you know, same thing with same thing with the Knicks, man. Like, you know, we all know basketball. You know, we we um we have our own opinions and stuff. So it just it just takes um it takes a, a you know a while for 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 people to get the their information together to be able to express it to others and stuff like that. You know, you know, sports sports is a great um um teacher in this. You know, because um through sports, you know, like you learn leadership, you learn how to be around other people, you learn how to um you know, use uh, what, um, you know, what I say, God, God given, God given talent, you know, um, you know, and then use that to, um, to, to make something special happen, which is athleticism. You know, here's one thing I wanted to say too, man, uh, the genius of sports, you know, um, being, being, um, being smart, people always seem to think that um, they always think book wise, you know, smart is book wise, but you could be smart, you know, because um, your brain has to function at a certain uh, capacity in order to make you um, react and do things that these athletes do, man. So these athletes are special people, you know, just in the same manner as, as someone that's a genius, you know, book wise, you know, they, they just have um, something in their brain that, that just makes them, uh, you know, use those, that the, the talent in their brain to, um, to, you know, make rockets and shit like that, you know, but the um, basketball players and whatever, you know, that though it might be God given the, um, for somebody smart, book smart, that's God given too, man. Because some some people can can just um, do math problems in their head like it's nothing. Some people can recite things like it's nothing. Some people could talk for hours. You know, some people can't. You know, so that this is this is all all of our all of our gifts in our in our minds that, that we have to unlock. You know, so athletes. You know, you know, shout out to these professional athletes. You know, outside of working out and stuff like that, a lot of this stuff comes so natural to them. You know, um, being athletic, it's not it's not just being tall. Some of them are like that. Some of them are just tall. Some of them are just um, super fast for no reason, you know. But some, but a lot of them, you know, the ones that are successful are the ones that, that um, you know, it, it really is like something firing in their brain to make to make them do these these phenomenal things that, that they can do out there, you know. And uh, you know, things like stress and stuff like that can can fit can could mess all that up, you know. Shout out to Julius Randle. Julius Randle's on a lot of stress, man. Last year, it, it, you know, the Knicks weren't weren't um, going to beat anybody. You know, we, nobody knew that they were going to win or do anything, so there was no pressure. So now you have the pressure, um, you know, of of everyone's negativity that that I'm trying to explain. You know, through Twitter and through you know through these podcasts and stuff like that. Through the negativity, man, that that stuff can infect you. It can infect you. Not it doesn't have to be like I said through your ears. It could just be. Metaphysically, you know, in, in the in the atmosphere and in these um in the frequency that, that we that we um that we all live under. So anyway, I got deep on you guys, man. So um we got to get the kid in here, Mr. State. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, I love what you just said, man. Uh, you kind of I'm kind of glad you said that before I came on here because I like the. Like, I want to be negative, bro, but it's like, I don't even got the energy no more for it. Um, it's well, just, you know, you know, the season is just so disappointing from, like, a fan aspect, from the fan aspect, like, and from, like, a person who genuinely loves this team. This season is so disappointing on so many levels. You mean to tell me that, and, I'm, and mind you, dog, we haven't spoken a minute, just me and you. Right. right. So you mean to tell me that you DMP'd Kimball Walker for eight straight games for him to come back in, in these last two games, he scores 20 plus points. Really? And I, 
I just, I'm, I'm just disappointed, man. I'm disappointed. I'm so disappointed in Thibodeau. Like, I don't, I don't even, I'm at the point, like, I don't even care to blame the players anymore. Like, can we? I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot going on, man. But, you know, you know, with negativity, like, like you, um, you, you took, you took it on yourself when you, when you came in here, but I don't, I don't see you as negative. There's people that they say, they say stuff the same way that you say it, but they're saying they, they're coming from a place of, of, of hate. And, and confusion and uh, and they're trying to break people down with the stuff that they're saying you know like people that come from me all the time on twitter just randomly they just come from me and start saying stuff you know and i'm like yo these people are trying to hurt and destroy when when you say stuff you're speaking it out, out of love and not a passion so it's a, it's a totally different totally different experience at least from the way that i perceive it you know you know what i'm saying so you know you, you, I, I see you coming from a different place no matter, no matter how crazy you get whatever you know i, I see it whatever it's coming from it's coming from a place of, of love, so you know that, that's that's why I appreciate you, and um, you know, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so it's it's um it's a whole different vibe compared to some of these guys out there that, that um spew all that bullshit, you know. And and it's it's funny because we could now let's start from. I want to start from this right. I want to start from Mitchell Robinson and Kimball Walker real quick, right? Okay. Um. So I, I watched after the game interview. And Mitchell Robinson, he talked about, you know, the team had a meeting and it was a team meeting. And then Kimball Walker in his interview said, well, I didn't know it was a team meeting. What is going on here? What is that? What, 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 what is that? Where's Randall? You're the team leader. Obviously, he ain't a team leader because Mark Berman been talking on his ass for the past two weeks. And I, I know it's getting bad when I'm agreeing with Mark Berman, bro. <laughs> I know things is getting bad. I know things is getting bad, and I know he reads a lot of the tweets. A lot of these, a lot of us is pointing out. So I read a Marlon Berman article. He's talking about Julius Randle in the crowd. Hmm. Who said that before? And it's like I don't. I, I don't. Like people was coming at me, dog. And when I say negative, right? When I speak about Julius Randle, I'm not, I don't hate the dude. You know what I'm saying? It's just that he's our best player. And what I want from him, he's not meeting my expectations. Maybe other people's expectations is different from mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I shouldn't want more from him because I know he's a championship three option. So, so maybe I should just let him be last, lackadaisical and let him just stand under the rim. Why everybody else is hustling out there like Mitchell Robinson? I don't know. That's just I, I, I don't know. So, man, it's tough, man. And, and Thibodeau has been, yo, know, he's been so terrible this season, dog. Yeah. I, what's your take on Tibbs, man? How, how you feel about Tibbs? Well, let, let me throw this at you. I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking that you know, just judging by body language, Kemba's body language in the beginning of the year was bad. You know, he was he was he had that first um the first game against Boston was really good, but then as time time went on, he just was his energy was low. You know, you um you you could tell that there was something was going. We was trying to figure out like what is going on that and, you know that 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 one night you know Kemba Walker looks like he can't play anymore. Next night he plays good. You know, it's like from night to night we didn't know what was happening. So I, I think I think what happened was that, that there's got to be there was a divide somewhere in the locker room. You know, because yep, one, one one yeah one side of the locker room wants to play one way and the other side wants to play Tibbs way. You know, so you know it's a little little thing. So Tom Thibodeau um, cut the um, the head off the snake, and that was Kemba Walker. You know what I'm saying by by benching him, 
it um it 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 possibly you know you know cut that off a little bit. So now as as time goes on, Kemba is back in in there now. Now Kemba's energy is way different now. Now he's back to being old Kemba, you know. So maybe this might be a Jedi mind trick by Tom Thibodeau by cutting the head off the snake, you know, letting that letting that fester. And then when he finally um put him back out there, now look at him. He's back back to being old school Kemba and stuff, man. So you know, what do what do you think about that? Bad it idea. sounds it, it sounds cool, but I feel like if I go along with that, I'm letting Tibbs off the hook. Yeah. I'm letting them off the hook. I can't do that. I I can't do that. You can't sit Kemba for nine straight games, have a worse record. You look worse. The numbers even show you're worse without him starting. For you to insert him because of COVID protocol. Well, I'm gonna call it C protocol. That's crazy, bro. That is mind-boggling. And then, you know, I love Kimber Walker. He's doing the Lord's work right now. Because when I said MSG politics was real, people would be like, oh, no, nah, you're just making up narratives. So why the hell was I subjected to watch Alfred Payton for two years straight? There was nobody Somebody got to explain that. Huh? There, was, there was nobody else, though. Who who, who was going um, gonna to start over um over him? Yo, really? 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 We going to do this again? Yeah, man, but what are you going to say? Frank? It was not Frank. Start something. Somebody. Do something. <laughs> do something. That is no excuse. That's no excuse, dog. You letting them off easy. You got to stop. Leon Rose been kind of terrible. But we, I ain't even going to start getting on him yet. So it's like, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed, man. I'm really disappointed. And I'm disappointed. The main reason why I'm really disappointed is because they tried to scapegoat Kemba. And he's making Tibbs look like a fool. Well, here's another guy, uh, Mitchell Robinson. Uh, Mitchell Robinson also was benched. You know? Mitchell Robinson was um was the starter in the beginning of the season. Uh, you know, talking about complaining about his weight, complaining about this. He also on Twitter, on uh, um, excuse me, on Instagram, is uh, every night keeps going on his stories, posting cryptic stuff, saying stuff on Twitter, all cryptic, cryptic like. But at the same time, if you check his his numbers, um, he got games that he's getting two rebounds. You know, uh, you know, like eight. You know, no, he's not definitely not double figure rebounds. The last game no. that he played against Detroit. He basically was bullying that team. There was nobody on that on that squad that was no taller than six foot seven, six yeah, foot eight. I don't, I don't take no stock in that. I don't take no stock in him last game. Right. I and will say that, this though. Okay. It's funny how he criticizes his point guards. Remember the 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 Instagram post where he said, "You know, I'm getting cardio out there. I'm running and defending." He was calling out his point guard. He was calling out his guards, really, because we know. It's not a narrative no more. It's not no invisible narrative anymore. We know Alec Burks don't really like passing the ball. We know Derrick Rose is really not a playmaker. But you watch the last two games, and you see how Kemba Walker just act activates uh, Mitchell Robinson. And Mitchell Robinson, he has 17 points, 14 rebounds, 89% from the field. This is his third career game with at least 15 points, 10 rebounds, 85% or better off the bench. That's the most in such games in Knicks franchise history. So there's value there. But you got to use Mitch. And how do you use him? Just like how Kimball Walker was using him. And, you know, after Mitch called out his guards, bro, you see how his guards got on the ball. You see how quickly induced the very next game gets Mitch the ball. 
Yeah, but you know, Burks Burks is really good with that alley oop play too, man. He he gets um Mitchell Robinson um um pretty good alley oops also. Uh, but he do, but he he gotta do it more. He got to well, do it more. I want to take it back to to the quote that you you said. Um, said Mitchell Robinson um said that that um all he's doing is running and defending. My my question to Mitchell Robinson is, isn't that what he should be doing, running and defending? Isn't that his job to run? You don't and want defend? to be rewarded. What's the, what's the reward? Give me the ball. Let me score when I have a mismatch on no, me under the basket. That, That's that, how you reward the big man. Nah, that to me is wrong. The the reward is the is the W. The W is the reward. I, I Getting mean, an alley oop is not a reward. That that that's just you standing there and the point guard passes it to you and he because you're standing there by yourself, you know, waiting for a pass. But the, but that you know you know that's not the point I'm trying to get at. The point that I'm trying to get at is your center will be more active if you're feeding him the ball. You get more blocks. You get yeah, more activity. When you, you say a, that, you get a, a spry Mitch. That's just how centers play. Well, well, this not, not, not only him, because uh, Fournier is the same way. Fournier was like a flamethrower the last game because he plays off adrenaline also. He needs he needs the offense to be ran through him too, you know, getting um, getting the ball, you know, in the sweet spots where he can shoot right away, that type of thing, getting to a flow. He's a flow player. So Mitchell Robinson, Fournier, all these guys are basically the same kind of guy. The, um, the, there needs to be energy on the court in order for these guys to be successful. So, you know, Kem- Kemba Walker, but, but you just said you said that Mitch needed that. Mitch needed that. Mitch ain't Evan Fournier. Separate those two. Evan Fournier is twenty nine years old. He should. And he hold on. He gets paid seventeen million. You give me one good game out of every ten. Don't put them two in the same category. That's why I disagree with that. Yeah, but Mitchell Robinson the same one. He gives you one good game out of every ten. Same same situation. So maybe you know, and, and, and then uh-huh. and then and then both of those guys are successful uh, according to what the point guard is doing. So if Kemba Walker is cooking, um, Fournier is usually playing pretty good, you know. And if if uh, if a point guard is kicking ass, uh, you know, Mitchell Robinson is usually um, you know scoring a lot that that game. And also when when Kemba when um when when um Mitch is getting all these alley oops, all of a sudden he figures out how to rebound. You know what I'm saying? So these things are all all goes hand to hand, hand in hand. Um, you know he's young. You know he got he needs a point guard. He's point guard dependent. He's one of those guys who. If you have the, if you're getting good point guard play, he's very effective. Uh, right. That's just Mitch. You get what I'm saying? So it's. But I, how does that work know. for the team though? Because because uh, as far as the team, the uh, the team uh, is looking to try to win stuff, you know. So it's it's not about satisfying Mitchell Robinson, you know. It's it's about him doing what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to rebound. He's supposed to run the floor. He's supposed to defend, you know. So if all if if he's complaining about that's all he's doing. Then uh-huh. you need to get the fuck off my team. You know that, that that's my opinion. Low key, low key, I agree with you. But then again, I don't agree with you. I think low key is get the goddamn ball out of Randall's hands <laughs> and let him stop playing. I don't, I don't need to see him bring up the ball no more. I, I'm done with that. Right. Three assists, six, six, six turnovers. I'm, 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 yo, I'm, a, I'm, Randall. I love the kid. He makes his game makes it hard for a lot of people to buy in. Pass the goddamn ball, bro. That's that. That's all I need. And let the point guard be the point guard. And stop looking like you're stat padding at the end of games. Like, kind of. I don't need to see Randall be up ten. One two minutes left, and he keep jacking up shots. Like, stop. That, that's, that's um Julius Randall. 
uh, not Julius Randle. That's Tom Thibodeau. There, there was a, a play like towards the end where where um I forgot what game it was, but you can you can clearly see Tom Thibodeau clapping the sand, telling yo ISO 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 for Randle. So that's Tom Thibodeau right there. And you know, like I said, that's the divide within the team because we do have we got we don't just got Kemba Walker. We got Kemba Walker quickly. We got Bryant. We got Rose. You know what I'm saying? And we got Bird. We got mad guys that that could run point guard actions for for us. But 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 we still got Julius Randle doing most of the ball handling. So I mean, you know, you know, if if you want to, um, you know, bash uh, Julius Rod, uh, Julius Randle, Julius Randle just just following the game plan. <laughs> Can I say something to that? Yeah. Mark Berman was talking. He's he's talking recently, and he said Julius Randle looked like the one who was most happy about the Kimball Walker mention. I'm just saying, I kind of think he went to management like, yo, that's not my game, man. I need the ball in my hands, man. And I think he kind of did that. I don't know, but when we was 5-1, Kemba was being Kemba. He was allowed to be Kemba Walker. Then I don't know what happened. We just went to ISO Randall again. So, hey, call a spade a spade. Well, I, I don't think I don't think Randall did that. I, I think Tom Thibodeau was the one that, that drew the line in the stand, trying to get control of, of his team, letting everybody know that he's in control. Because that's what Tom Thibodeau has been saying, you know, lately, you know, in, in his post games, he's just been reminding everybody, listen, I'm in charge. This is my decision, blah, blah, blah. He's been saying that the last few post games, just reminding everybody that he's the one in charge, not not the players. You know, so I, I think, you know, like I said, I think him him benching Kemba was a Jedi mind trick. At least that's at least that's what I, what I want to say. Right, rather than than um you know feed into that um you know there's like issues. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody you know it's been been said and posted a lot that that there's like a you know the divide and stuff like that. There is you know you could clearly see there's a divide, but I don't want to fuel. I don't I don't want to put fuel onto that. You know you know let, let's let's um you know the, the positives whatever through Kemba with the way they, the way that he's playing. Him, him playing, um, playing the way he's playing was, was positive in, impact in Mitch. It, um, it also um, positively impact Fournier and yeah. and Julius Randle because all three of them was able to get off. You know, excuse me, all four of them was able to get off um, yeah. in that game with with Kemba Walker leading. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I think I think there's something that, that we can um that we can build off of, but at the same time, you know, um, we just saw McBride and Grimes and those guys are playing good. So what did we do? Yo, I was just about to segue and ask you a dangerous question that's been on my mind for like the past two, three days. What the hell is Thibodeau going to do when Deuce, Grimes, RJ, and... Run wild on you! So, so, so... (laughs) You sound like Hulk Hogan just now. What you gonna do when... Run wild on you, you know? Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. How how do you tell a fan base? This is where where I'm gonna have my fun. This is when I'm gonna have the most fun when when it comes to Tibbet. And I've been burning, palm rubbing for the past, like, week. (laughs) How are you going to tell a fan base, I'm not playing Grimes and I'm not playing Deuce McBride after Grimes hit a career high in his first start and then Deuce McBride gives you 15 non-assist, zero, sti- I mean, zero turnovers, four steals. How do you tell a fan base we're not going to play those boys again? Well, throw Deuce Knox into the mix too, man. Throw Knox mm-hmm. into the mix too. Knox, Knox is playing good too. Knox is going. I'm not, I, you know why I don't mention Knox, bro? 
I, I got to be, we got to be realistic. He's in the last year of his contract. And honestly, I would love to see Knox over Evan Fournier and Burks, but that's just not realistic. So I'm just not even going to mention it. And I just wish him the best on his new team. I would actually trade him, actually. I would, I would seriously trade Knox. I would trade Knox, Knox before the season over. Because what, what, do you, what do you expect to do for him? To just ride on the bench? That's stupid. Trade him. Well, what 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 do you do if 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 um Kemba Walker keeps um doing being Kemba Walker? What if he keeps dropping twenty every night? And, and what if what if um Fournier and Mitchell Robinson keep getting fed the way they're getting fed? And um Julius Randle is um you know not for nothing Julius Randle was a lot more efficient the last game. I still didn't like the way he played last game. <laughs> yo, he has yo to me. I don't know what's everybody. I like winning basketball, dog. I don't know. That's just me. I, he he don't play though. a lot of winning basketball last game. He need to show me more. That's Detroit. I need to see better from him. No, no excuses. No, yeah. But here's the 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 real thing. I've been thinking about that. The the R.J. Grimes and Deuce McBride and the quickly thing. Because you're not telling me as a fan, yo, you better play Grimes. You better. I don't. I don't care what Evan Fournier or Burks do. When I when Grimes get back from that today, he need to be in a rotation. Figure it out. When Deuce get back, it's ridiculous. He can't play. No reason why he can't play. Yeah, Derrick Rose and, is hurt right now, so he he got a spot to play. I didn't even get the Derrick Rose yet because that's on Tibbs. Tim's the reason why he got hurt. Stupid idiot. The same idiot that got his fucking ACL torn. Cornball. Why are you yeah. playing Rose, bro? Why? He's got to play though. He, he um he fell on somebody's foot though. He stepped on somebody's foot. That man shouldn't. How many games we played? Hold on. How many games we played so far? I don't. I don't remember. Derrick Rose should have played less than half of these games so far this season, bro. He don't need to play every game, bro. He don't need to play in back-to-backs, bro. I don't need to see Derrick Rose ever playing 30-plus minutes for the Knicks, bro. Like, ever. But, well, the, the game, the last game that they hurt himself in, that, that could have been his first game of the season. So what if what if he got what if he got hurt the first time he played? Who's, whose fault is that? That's on Tibbs. I'm blaming him. He worked <laughs> them boys too hard. Down New Orleans. You, you got to blame Tibbs. Rose yeah. is hurt because of Tibbs, bro. You supposed to rest him, you goddamn idiot. You don't keep playing Derrick Rose. You got quickly and you got McBride. This dummy 60 year, 63 year old coach thinks he's just gonna live and die with Derrick Rose. He's 33, you clown. Give him a break. No. The NBA guys did. say, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, the basketball guys, right? The basketball <laughs> guys gave him a break. Now look at us. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, you know, it's a blessing in disguise now because now you got quickly and and Deuce are coming off the bench and they play good together. Now you got to play Grimes. Hopefully, Grimes Grimes plays when he comes back. You know. If you're Kimball Walker, I, I I I would feel disrespected. I would still want. I would still want. I would not want to play for Tibbs. You only claim me now if I'm Kimball Walker, and I'm gonna play because I'm from the city. And if I'm gonna start, if you're gonna give me a starting position, I'm gonna keep starting. But I have no, I have no problems with Kimber Walker anymore. You, this coach, basically scapegoated Kimber Walker and inserted him back in the starting lineup. 
not because he wants to, because he has to. Whatever. Yeah, you could you could say it like that, or or you could say that 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 um Tom Thibodeau benched him to wake him up, and now he's awakened. He awoke the beast now. A thirty-two-year-old vet needs to wake up and be benched. Sometimes, yeah. Name me the thirty-two-year-old former All-Star who needs to wake up and got benched at thirty-two years old from his starting position. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I guess I could if I think hard enough or, you know, get a chance to study, maybe do some research. <laughs> I can't think of nobody, brother. You know why? Because MSG politics is undefeated. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, Derrick Rose, he's going to be out all the way until Valentine's Day, man. So that's that's a long way. So that that is, you know, the basketball guys gave him a break, man. So, you know, you know, hopefully when when uh, if during this time here that Deuce McBride is the guy that really could um could benefit from it. And um, you know, you know, I still I still like to see Kemba Walker out there. The way the way that he played, you know, that that he's been playing since since he's been back these two games, it's been really good, man. So, you know, this is something to build off of, I think. So for the clowns who like to say, well, he shot the ball 20 times. You know, I don't give a damn. He 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 helped us try to win. Like that's all I care about. 29.6 rebounds, five threes, 21 points, eight rebounds, three threes. He's the first Nick point guard with 50 plus points, 10 rebounds, five threes, and a two-game span since Chauncey Billups in 2011. Bro, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kemba Walker is still Kemba Walker, man. You know, last year he was an All Star. You know, so you know, guy guys don't don't usually lose lose stuff like that just coming off an All Star um bid. You don't go from being an All Star to be a complete shit player. You know, so the guy guy can still play. You know, I, I don't know if he can maintain this twenty point a game stuff. You know, with with the roster that we have, but you know, I I think it's good, man. I, I like I like watching him do the stuff that he does. You know, him getting to the basket. You know, him um crossing guys up. You know, you know, it's beautiful to see him cross guys up. And um, the alley oops, and you know, just the moving the ball, the extra pass, the cross court pass that he does to, to find guys open, you know. So you know, I, I think I think it's good, man. You know, it just it's just about everyone getting on board for that. You know, Tom Thibodeau has to believe in that, you know, and then uh, you know, allow everyone else to feed off of it because it it worked. It worked. It worked against Detroit. You yeah, know, it worked. Yeah, you don't gotta you, like sometimes it's best to get away from what you're used to doing. You don't have to. Overcome. You don't have to get. You don't have to overfeed Randall no more. When he plays in control, he's a winning basketball player. Uncontrolled mm-hmm. Randall is not a winning basketball player, and you don't have to. And it's a it's a detriment to him, because now you got it'll make him look bad, and now fans start blaming him. people like me start getting at him when it's really yeah. the coach just putting them in bad positions for him to succeed. Yeah. And, you got people saying, oh, he's using R.J. Barrett like a 3 and D wing. He is, and I don't like it. I don't yeah. like the way he uses Obi Toppin. That's just me. And he got a lot of things to fix. Babe, and, and I want to say baby steps, but the man is 63. He's a Hall of Fame coach. There should be yeah. no reason why it's baby steps with this roster. 
But you know, when you when you're coaching a team, man, there's a lot of personalities, a lot of talent you got to mix in there. So it's not the easiest job in the world. But like you said, some some of these things are like like elementary. You know what I'm saying? Like like um, how many times I know you play basketball, right? I, I play basketball too. How many times did did you ever hear a coach say, "Find your point guard"? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when when the play needs to be run the right way, say, "Listen, what are you doing? Stop dribbling through your legs." Back in the days, the coaches used to tell us not to dribble through your legs. No spin moves, none of that shit. Nothing behind your back. Find your point guard. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? Sit your ass down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, because you know it's, it's not your role. It's not your role to do that. Nowadays, everybody does that stuff. So things are getting kind of like like clouded, you know, with the whole um, modern basketball and positionless basketball, which is all bullshit. You know, like people need to play their position. That's you know that's why people call. Oh, we need a point guard. Oh, we need this. You know, I, but I thought we was positionless. You know, because that's exactly the way things have been going. But in reality, you, you can't be positionless. Guys need to have roles on the team. You know, like specific roles. Like the center needs to be a defender and a rebounder. You know, the um, the wings need to be able to score. The point guard needs to be able to distribute or at least um be the be the um the lead of attacker at least. You know, the power forward needs to help out um. You know, rebounding and defending as well. So you know, you know, basic stuff functions that 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 these positions have had through since the beginning of, of the sport. Really, you know, it's still I, it's still valid today. You know. So can I say this? I say you don't let the talent cater to you. You cater to the talent. Yeah. So what I mean by that is you don't try to. So we know Julius Randle is best at, right? Going downhill. Don't let him think about what he got to do. Let him get the ball. He got to go. Remember when Anthony Edwards said about calling Anthony Towns when he's like, yo, yo, when you get the ball and you hold it, the double team comes, now you're flustered. Get the ball and go. You don't need to stand it. So, you know, Randle... I just want him to get the ball and go. Maybe if we simplify his role even more, maybe eliminate the whole on-ball Randall experience all together. Just tell him, move the ball. If you don't move the goddamn ball, I'm going to sit you. But we know Tibbs is not going to sit him. If yeah. I was his coach, I would sit his ass. I would have sat his ass a lot this year. A yeah. lot. But it, you know, like it, you know, me and you talk about it all the time. It, it comes back to Tom Thibodeau because if you if you got all these point guards, why is why is um Julius Randle dribbling the ball so much? It, it doesn't make no damn sense. We got all these ball handlers. Even RJ could run the point sometimes. Word. You know, so so why are you making the power forward like pound the ball? He he gotta he gotta bring the ball up to court. Then he gotta get his own post position. It don't make no sense, man. It don't make no sense. It just comes down to that. I and mean, we 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 could talk for three hours about that alone. Like why does that continuously happen? You know, but you know, like I said, the with, with Kem with the Kemo Walker's emergence since he's been back, you know, hopefully that changes stuff, man. You know, that's the only thing we, we got is like hope that Tom Thibodeau sees this stuff. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a hood analogy real quick for the for the for everybody real quick. When you go in the park and you playing five on five, the person who got the best handle. Is automatically deep the point guard. It doesn't matter who's on your five. Yeah, Yo, he got the handle. Give him the ball. Let him run the offense, bro. We just make room for him. We cut. We do our job. We won't win the game. Ain't yeah, no but big the, stupid Julius Randle in the park going. Yo, I'm bringing up the ball. No, you big dumbass. You gonna take this pick and roll and your ass gonna roll to the basket. That's what you gonna do. 
Yeah, but you know that's that's like an unwritten thing. Like as soon as you get to the park, you see the guy got handed. Oh shit! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's let's, let's go. Let's get busy. You know say like you, you know as soon as that guy shows that that ability to do that, now you know you just you just instinctively know what to do now. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be much more easier for you to do stuff. But if you're playing and and um and there's nobody on your on your team that, that could dribble, and now you feel like you got to take on that responsibility because nobody else could do it. Now yes. now you're not having fun out there. You know it's it's a, it's a now you get that stress. You know, so I think that's what what the Knicks are, are, are dealing with now. That stress, uh, uh, you know, without, you know, like, like at least utilizing our ball handlers and stuff like that. But then the leadership and Tom Thibodeau is the one that's saying it's okay. You know, keep playing hard on defense. You know, keep playing hard on defense. You know, no matter what, what, how bad you are on offense. That's 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 kind of not the right way to go about it. I'm gonna commend Kemba Walker because he's a solid dude. He's a good dude. Shout out to Derrick Rose. They they're both good dudes. These both are uh, uh legends. Now, I'm gonna consider them both legends. Man, I've been watching Kimber Walker since he was at UConn, since I was a teenager. Kimber Walker went to Rice High School, right on 124th and Lennox. Like I went to go see Kimber Walker growing up. I used to go to Watley on 114th and 8th. So I didn't see Kimber Walker. Like he's a legend to me. Derrick Rose is a legend to me. These guys is I I love those two guys. You know why? Imagine a guy with a personality like John Wall and Thibodeau would have benched him. How would that look and how would he come off? He would act like a goddamn fool. <laughs> yeah, he would have acted like an idiot. He would have had his peoples at the game and at the practice facility. All that stuff would have been happening. You know, it's a different different thing. So I, I thank God he, he did it to a guy like, you know, even killed God like Kemba Walker, man. Because that's frustrating, man. Randall looks stressed. That man should not. That man just got <laughs> 100 plus million. My boy looking stressed out there. Yo, wh- where's, John, where's John Wall from, man? I'm trying I'm trying to find that out. I, for, I forgot where Wall from, man. It's, I, just know, I just know Wall, Wall Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and he wouldn't be having that. Well, I see North Carolina. Is he from North Carolina, John Wall? Mm, I wouldn't know. I see, I see Raleigh, you know. Well, I mean, the, the point I'm trying to make, you know, is, is that, um, you know, Kemba Walker, when you look at Kemba Walker, he has everything about him. Just the way that he carries himself, everything like that. It's straight yeah. New York. Straight New York and, and straight uptown. He's an uptown dude. You can totally see that in his energy, you know, the way that he carries himself like that. Dirk Rose, on the other hand, he's straight Chicago. If you ever yeah. met anybody from Chicago... He um Derek Rose reminds me like like of, of uh, my coworker man um he actually um 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 used to do podcasts with me um um Jaffa Nalora he's from Chicago and they they act they act exactly the same the same kind of energy and whatever so you know it's just they just the old school um guys from the, from their part of uh, of the world and um it it just, it just shows man I, like you said I'm thank God we don't have John Wall. You know that's that's Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas would have had John Wall here. You would have had all these other retards here, and then the, everything would just implode. It would just been super crazy, you know. Imagine, so uh, imagine benching a guy like Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, you, we better be lucky. We got Kemba Walker. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, can we can we please talk about the? The whole uh, Derrick Rose thing, man. I'm so, I'm so devastated by it because he was the reason why we basically got to the playoffs last season. Um, right. When we traded for him, we were 11 and 14, and he's the reason why we got to the playoffs. So, I, I just 
would like to know, like, how you feel about his injury and whatnot. Well, Derek Rose, you know, like, like I feel you with that, you know, just um, you know, he he was basically like um, I can't, I don't know how to describe it. He's basically the catalyst that got us into being that winning, that winning, that winning team and stuff. You know, when as soon as he got here, it kind of galvanized the team and got us to where we um, where we ended up. You know, the um, the the almighty fourth C, like 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 State always says. You know, so it, so it's it's different. He's he was the battery for last year. So now this year we got to find a new battery. Could it could it be Kemba? You know, could it be some of these other the other guys that, that we picked up? Could be could it be Fournier? Um, that, that's the beauty about the season because that you know we we have to we have new new um pieces. We got to fit these guys in. Um, it's gonna take time. You know, right now it's it's only December. We I feel like we um we had so much season, um played out already, but it's only December. It's not even Christmas yet. Christmas is um this week. So like traditionally. Um, you know, every season things start to really go crazy around Christmas, around the, the new year and stuff. So, you know, teams go to go through the up and downs and stuff like that. But the true identity doesn't really kick in until the, until that January, you know, until January kick, um, comes around. So, um, you know, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that, that that's that's what happens, man. I'm hoping that this is just growing pains with the roster. Everyone's getting to know each other, trying to get trying to get um you know, trying to just trying to figure it out. And then I'm just hoping that that um, through all the stuff that we've been through so far, that there's that somehow that these 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 things start to, you know, start to uh, pick up and we start to win again. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, that, that's for sure, man. I'm, I'm, damn, yo, my boss, man, she just blew my um, I got to do her a favor. I really wanted to I really wanted to talk about the whole I really wanted to talk about the De'Aaron Fox subject. I really Real quick. Uh, now I, I feel like that deserves like 30 minutes, bro. 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> okay, okay. Cause cause it's it's so many variables when it comes to that. Like, will the Kings keep losing? Does Halliburton continue to look good? Um, did the Knicks make a mistake by passing up Halliburton and uh Cole Anthony for Obi Toppin? Like it, and it's it, it, it's so much stuff behind that. So. All right, so let, let's let's um let's do that let's do that next, man. So, what do you want to do as, as a closing thought, then? Um, I want to win, bro. I, I'm so tired of losing, bro. Like I I put out a tweet today, like, yo, just go get me Fox, man. <laughs> man, I'm so I'm sick because losing, it's it, it. It what really is annoying to me. We're in the third year where I feel like we should be. I feel like this is the year where we should be catapulting off the ground and it looked like we're still just floating so it, I, I need the Knicks to string some wins together I need the kids to get back man um, nervous in a well get better but um, your services ain't needed for the rest of the season um, RJ Barrett get better I, I just want to win man win some damn games man win some damn games man all right, so it's no almighty fourth seed this year. It's now, now you really want to try to get the fourth seed? For me, um, the almighty fourth seed will forever be there because, you know, Scotty Bond should be on our roster right now. I should not be looking at um, Evan Fournier. And I'm not going to let that feeling go for a while. It's going to be a while before I get over that. Only because I felt like we just, we just skipped over a year of the rebuild. Yeah. I just felt like. Instead of making the playoffs last year, I felt like we should have never made the playoffs. We should have went all in on the kids and tried to get a top seven pick. I didn't want Evan Fournier for seventy million, and I didn't want to resign Alec Burks, but that's what I got. So I got to live with it. 
So right. Well, you know, I mean, that, that's that's a valid, um, you know, argument and, and, and points that you make it for last year. But, but this season, this season is different. This season, you actually just want to, you really would just want to go for it. You want to win. Yeah, you damn right. We're in the third year. This is the season where, honestly, this was the season where I thought we was going to give RJ the keys, right? We're going to run the offense through RJ. I thought Randall, I thought he was going to take the extra step to where he becomes elite on ball and off ball. That didn't happen yet, and he's loafing on defense after he got paid. I, I, I thought Evan Fournier was going to be way better than Avatar. He stinks. He's not going to gas me because he outplayed Detroit. Screw him. No, I don't want no more French players being signed by the Knicks ever. Making sure Evan Fournier is the last one. Alec Burks is robbing us right now for 10 minutes. He stinks, too. And he should be not be playing over grounds. Like I'm, 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 it's, I'm disappointed. You know, RJ, RJ stink this year. I'm disappointed. And I'm dis. The only two, the it's three bright spots this year. Four. It's Jericho Sims, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, and my 2020 draft picks. And no, my 2021 draft picks and Quentin Grimes and Deuce McBride. Everything else has been Mitch hasn't been impressive this whole season. Kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like like I was saying before, him and him and Fournier are basically the same the same thing. They're they're not really doing what they what they should be doing. You know, but I mean that's the case for every everybody on a, you know, have you ever looked at some of our old podcasts, especially in the beginning? You know, beginning of the season, the yes. how we were talking, we yes. were talking about that that Mitchell Robinson is gonna be open the whole game, and Kemba Walker is gonna do this, Fournier is gonna do this, Randall's gonna do that, RJ is gonna become the next this that and that. I mean, you both were saying that we were we was going crazy. You I know, listened, and, you know. I, I listened to one of the games. I, I think we was four and one. I listened to one. We used to talk about fifty four wins, and it, it was yeah. good vibes. Look at this shit. Yeah. Derek Rose out for two months. I'm ready to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> it was all good. It was all good like a month ago, right? God damn. Ah <laughs> uh, man. All right, man. We we could wrap it up, man. We we'll we'll come back uh, another time and really really crunch that um De'Aaron Fox topic. Um, we got a game tomorrow. Let's talk about that tomorrow, man. We can talk about that right uh right right after the game because I we I hope we win tomorrow, but well, yeah. Obi Toppin comes back next game, so hopefully he shows me something, and hopefully Tibbs goes small because. Can't play, can't play Nerlens now. So, yeah, RJ's playing too. I think. Oh, RJ's playing. I think oh, so. I think finally. a lot of the guys are coming back. Finally, I miss the kids, man. I'm sick of seeing all these vets, man. That's, they make me queasy watching the Knicks, man. That game, you know, yesterday, that was one of the toughest games I ever seen from the Knicks, man. You don't miss Dotson though. You, you didn't like seeing Dotson out there. Dotson, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. man. Whole when I team? look at Dotson, I think of Fizdale, man. Man, I'm out of here. <laughs> 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 it yeah, is. Man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Dotson, yo. Y'all know where to find us, man, on Spotify, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Play FM, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Alexa, um, AHA Radio. Um, yeah, you know what time it is, man. Kane, you know, my boys is coming back. RJ. And Obi, but we're gonna have a lot soon to discuss. I think Fox could be had, and the conversation soon will be which kid out of RJ will you sacrifice? So I know who you would, and you, you probably know who I would, but I don't know who the chat would. So we definitely gonna we, we definitely gonna chop it up about that though. 
Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But I appreciate y'all, fellas. All right, stay. Go make, go make that money, man. Go wash your hands too, by the way, while you're at it. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you gotta, you gotta fight that 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 Unicron, whatever, whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> I see you. I see you. All right, man. All right, all right fellas, man. Great chat, man. Yeah, peace, guys. Man, four fingers to the forehead, tucking the thumb. Salute. See you guys in the next one. Thanks for tuning in to the Diodex Podcast. Hit the like on the way out, you rat bastards. <laughs>